Good morning, boys and girls. Do we still have those? It is your favorite host of the most dangerous show allowed on the internet for who knows how long. This is not a boring show. It is not the wrong show. It is not the Tonight Show. You're watching the right show. You're here at the right place at the right time, and we try to go live each and every Wednesday. Why Wednesday? Because comedians usually tour Thursday through Sunday. I need Monday and Tuesday to prepare. What am I going to tell you, beautiful people? And then, booyah, we bring it to you hot. If you want to leave a super chat comment, that is like a tip in the bucket, and it makes your chat appear bigger, and I might have a chance to highlight it. But if I do miss you, don't think that I don't care or I didn't appreciate it. Facebookers can leave stars and anyone else can find another way to throw a little money in the bucket. Here's how I recommend doing it. GoFundMe.com slash Comedy, Venmo at KVON-KVON and Cash App dollar sign Comedy for all my urban viewers. Question of the day, where are you from and what is your favorite pizza topping? Hmm... Yes, recently I went to a pizza parlor and it was amazing. They had all these different flavors and pizzas and I said, give me a large, but I want to do half taco pizza and half double pepperoni. So I think the double pepperoni won. I was just in that kind of a mood. I know we've already offended a few vegans, but just pretend it was soy pepperoni. Soy pepperoni. All right. Now, after this is done, we take the audio, we make it a podcast, and it is one of the fastest growing half Persian comedian podcasts in the world, mainly because it's the only one. But that is still a great feather in my cap. As long as Kamala Harris can tell you that she is the first half Jamaican, half Indian woman of color from Oakland, California. <laughs> and is that a socialist or progressive perspective? No. <laughs> yeah. No, it is the perspective of, of a woman. Indian woman of color from Oakland. Who grew up a, a, a black child in America, who was also a prosecutor, who also has a mother who arrived here at the age of 19 from India. <laughs> then I can tell you I'm half Persian and half comedian and half journalist and 200% patriotic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, we're gonna highlight what some of your pizza toppings are, then we're gonna go from there. Someone told me, right here, Cats With Guns writes in, I like pizza-flavored pizza. Corey Hansen and I couldn't be more different. Corey likes chicken on the pizza. I don't think chicken belongs on pizza, but this is a place where people from different points of view can merge, coexist, get along, and besides, if somebody orders a half chicken, half pepperoni pizza, we can even get along better under those rare circumstances. Did you guys like my Kamala Harris impression? <laughs> a lot of women from Oakland, that's how they talk. It's kind of like a southern woman, but living in Oakland. <laughs> and they do that laugh right there. And that's why I sound like kind of like a grandma voice. Who also, you know, likes hip hop. <laughs> like, what do you want to know? Because you don't recognize that's like a southern grandma black voice from Kamala because she look white and Indian. 
So that's why people can't place her voice, but I've been thinking about it, and I've been placing it, and it's right in there. It's kind of, it's partially educated, and a white girl living in the South, in Oakland. <laughs> My lived experience as it relates to any issue? I am excited to tell you we have now reached 333,000 subscribers on YouTube. But something very interesting is happening on YouTube. I think we've hit a new threshold where they know who I am. Because when I had 200,000 subscribers, every video would reach 100 to 200,000 views. Then I hit 330,000, and now each video is getting tapped out at five to 10,000 views. Every once in a while, one will get to 20,000. Now, how could it be that I've gone up 130,000 subscribers, but my views have fallen 70, 80%? Well, I believe big tech has a faucet and they can turn your faucet up or crimp it down and hurt your viewership. And there's no way you can prove it. And you just sound like a crazy uncle. You're listening to crazy uncle Kayvon here telling you some conspiracies. But crazy uncle Kayvon has lots of data, lots of previous videos, lots of success. And crazy uncle Kayvon did not get any less funny in the last three months as my subscribers went up. You might think I'm not funny, but I was funny enough to get 100,000 views per video. I didn't get any less funny, any less funny. That's all I'm saying. All right, now welcome all my YouTubers, Facebookers, podcasters, and locals. I am now officially out of Facebook jail. I'd found a workaround, so I was still posting, but I couldn't really respond and react. My time is up. I've paid my punishment for someone who called me a racist Nazi Hitler and I called them an idiot. They reported me, banned me on Facebook for 65 days. That was the punishment for calling someone who calls you a racist Nazi Hitler an idiot because idiot went against Facebookers policy. Racist Nazi Hitler, that's just the soup of the day. I want you guys to help trick the algorithm to get me back on top. There's enough of you here. I know it's kind of like the Biden rally versus the Trump rally. I have the, the Trump rally of fans. I don't care what they say my numbers are. I know I'm expanding. I'm getting bigger. And they're trying to make it look like I'm having a Biden rally over here with only like 12 circles and like nine people sitting in them. Not happening. So here's what I want you to do. Don't just hit the like button. We need to send a strong message. Get a hockey stick and smack the puck out of the like button. That would be great. Now, before we get this show kicked off, I always like to tell you about my week in review. Every week in the life of a comedian is like a full year in a regular person's life. And this is no different. I'm up here in North Dakota. They're offering me tickets to the zip line and the horseback rides and the golf course, top 100 golf course a few years back, rated top 100 in all of America, right here in North Dakota. I have shows with 700 to 1,700 people a night. And it looks a little something like this. So the original teddy bears, Theodore Roosevelt bear. Oh boy. 
finished the Medora Musical Show. Hey, where's everybody from? This is the first time I've ever signed up. That's Medorable. Are you tired? I am just reliving all that. What was your favorite moment from that video? Put it in the comments. One of the things in North Dakota is a perception house or a misperception house where you go in and you can stand on one side of the wall and your friend stands on the other and she looks like she's uh, four inches tall and you look like you're 12 feet tall. Then you switch positions and it goes the other way and now she's looking down and you're a little ant. It's so cool. And one of them was a mirror and you could stand by the mirror, split your body in half and pretend you're, well, you could do whatever you wanted. I pretend like I was a hummingbird whoop, and I flew right up into the sky. Podcasters, you're going to have to click the link in the description, which has the video so you can see what I'm talking about so I don't sound so weird to you. Hey, big shout out to Ayla Sakura who threw $20 in the bucket. Thank you for your super chat. And she writes, bless you, Kayvon. Keep spreading the truth for the youth. All right, I hope you guys have smashed your like button. I hope you've safely evacuated your like button out of Afghanistan and Edison is staying on top of me here going, hey, yo, someone did a super chat. Okay, I will get to it eventually. Moving right along. I am off after three weeks in North Dakota and looking like a mountain man a little bit, okay? A little rugged like the guys from Tombstone. You're going to just stand there and bleed? You're going to get out of here. I'm your Huckleberry. All right, all that good stuff. I'm off to Las Vegas, La Jolla, Huntington Beach, Dallas, Oxnard, Sacramento, San Jose, and Houston, Texas. I hope you will tell your friends, purchase a ticket for one of them, and send them to my show, even if they don't know who I am. As a special, special favor for all of you supporting The Right Show, I'm giving away five free tickets to Oxnard, five free tickets to Las Vegas. All you have to do is email me after this is over, or get your other device and do it now and say info at k-vonncomedy.com. Please, please, please pick me for the free ticket. Each group will get one free ticket to encourage more winners. I've had so many of you say, come to Atlanta, come to Chicago. My team emails those comedy clubs. They have 3,500 comedians who have been on lockdown for over a year. And everyone's fighting for the little morsel of stage time. What you need to do is open up your backyard, put out 20 lawn chairs, get some booze from Costco, and invite me to come perform for you. Get a pizza parlor in town, tell them we want to do a comedy night, put on your own event for your 50 friends, and they can all bring a date, and we have 100 people watching a comedy show. It's not that hard. I am already coming to San Antonio and San Diego for private events, so I'm already in the region. We can work out a little bit of a better price since you won't have to cover my flight. With that said, we now have a sponsor, and I've been taking these products, helping with inflammation, helping with my digestive areas, and also helping with energy and the many other side benefits it offers. And I wanted to show you what the company is and what they do to benefit you 
and society. If you have joint pain, muscle soreness, digestive problems, or just difficulty concentrating, then you might need Active Adams turmeric curcuminoids. This is a high dosage of turmeric extract which promotes a healthy inflammation response. Each capsule contains 15 times more turmeric extract than other turmeric supplements. And for each bottle you purchase, Active Adams donates to help fight sex trafficking. This is a company that actually stands for freedom, whether it's freedom from inflammation, freedom of speech, or freedom from modern day slavery. Visit activeadams.com and enter Kvon10 at checkout for your 10% discount and help fight inflammation while living with freedom. There you have it. So I have been using turmeric. Some people have asked some very interesting questions. We'll go through the comments now before we go to comment of the week. Lana Hall says, I take turmeric. I love it. Chris Mangrum has a very personal question. Can I use it as a suppository? Something tells me you will try, but it's mainly meant for oral use. Scott Brody writes in, what the heck is a Taliban? Today we're going to break down the Taliban. We're going to talk about Larry Elder, the future of California, and we're going to show you a little comedy clip so you laugh. That's how the right show goes down. It's all happening right after this. Our first comment of the week is one that was posted online. It wasn't necessarily directed to me, but it's time we start exposing the radical left for what they are. They don't support a certain race. They don't support gays. They don't like any of the things they pretend to. The radical, hateful left only likes their politics. If you go against their politics, you are no longer gay. You are no longer black. You are no longer a famous half-Persian comedian. That's how political they are. This is a guy by the name of Officer... Tatum. He's a retired police officer because now he has a bigger voice and a bigger platform on social media. And I have met him and we got along just fine. Officer Tatum says, conservatives didn't convince me I was conservative. Crazy leftist policies and their anti-police rhetoric woke me up. Who else woke up because of these leftist lunatics. A great question. That's why it's one of the comments of the week. Please put it in the comments and let me know when you woke up, how you woke up, what made you realize that the radical divisive left doesn't really like gays, lesbians, bees, BLTs, Gs, BLMs. Why have we not heard from BLM in the last year? Oh, there's no election coming up. Why is Larry Elder not getting a ton of support from the left? The first black governor ever to run and have a fighting chance of actually winning? Silence. So when did you wake up and realize that? Now for me, it was as a comedian. I was the first person who did not care about politics at all. Lord helps me. I still don't even like politics. It's lame. It's boring. It is really nothing to be concerned with. I used to hate all these little activists who would come to school and try to protest everything they saw. But politics started caring about me. All I was trying to do was go to bars and tell jokes. And I found that my jokes would kill in Dallas and Houston and even Orange County, even Pasadena. Then I'd perform those jokes the next night in West Hollywood, California, and get a lukewarm response and someone lecturing me how inappropriate I was. Then the next day, I would go back and perform in Long Beach and get a standing ovation and then go back and perform on the Sunset Strip and be told I wasn't good enough. 
and on and on. And finally I said, this can't be me. I'm the same guy telling the same jokes in every city, but in certain regions, I'm getting yelled at, screamed at, people are trying to physically fight me for a joke that was considered a standard crowd pleaser the night before. So leftist, because of how insane and intolerant you are, you woke me up and I'm not the guy you want to wake up and make an enemy out of because I'm gonna build a platform and I'm going to make you look as stupid as you are. You are better off just letting me coexist peacefully like you pretend to do. And that was the moment I took the gloves off and I came for you. All right, next comment. We have so many and I really wanna share this one with you. This is our other comment of the week. This comes from Shepherd Mao. Very interesting name. What's up with back being half Persian after announcing to be full, Kayvon? That is a great question. For those of you who don't know, I did announce that I am now the most famous full Persian comedian on YouTube. The reason is you go to all the other Persian comedians and my YouTube subscribers has eclipsed them and keeps on chugging along thanks to you. So now I'm the most famous full Persian comedian on YouTube, but I'm still the most famous half Persian comedian in the world. If we can get millions of subscribers, maybe a few more movies and a TV show, then, and only then, can I be the most famous full Persian? That is gonna be quite the undertaking. Wish me luck. Not gonna be easy. Our final comment of the week, we've never had three, comes to us from Rakish Uzambur. That just shows you my fan base is very diverse and international. Kayvon, you encouraged me to buy a MyPillow and wow, it is really the most comfortable pillow ever. I always thought it's just an overrated sales pitch, but boy was I wrong. Thanks, Kayvon. And I replied, I just bought it to make leftist mad at first, but now I like it better than all the other pillows as well. True story. So if you get a chance, purchase a MyPillow. You're not just doing some guy that loves America a favor. You are doing yourself a favor. It is really, at first I bought it like whatever pillow, then I kept sneaking it in, and then I'm like, all right, now if there's uh, any someone special in my bed, I just pretend I don't have on my pillow, I leave it tucked under the bed, and then late at night, when she's not expecting, I pull it out, and I keep it for myself. Sorry if you don't get my, my pillow. When we come back, we're gonna do some terms and definitions of the right show, and we are gonna find out the difference between a leftist and a conservative, so you might wanna put your answer now. Terms and definitions of the right show. Obviously with a show this progressive, this forward thinking, this banned from popular society, we have a secret language. Because if you say the things you think, like if someone criticizes you on Facebook by calling you a racist Hitler Nazi, and you call them an idiot, well, they're gonna ban you. So we have to develop our own language on the right show. I call those people a genius. I say, oh wow, you're a real genius. I am so glad you vocalized your pure genius. And they know what I mean. They get really mad because I'm using reverse language. All right, so some of the other terms and definitions you might need to know is it's not Anderson Cooper and Don Lemons. Have you noticed there's a common trend? Maybe 2% of the world, 2% of the world is gay, but 85% of the people on CNN are gay. Doesn't that tell you that that's not quite proper representation of what you're gonna need to think, see, how to feel about certain topics? 
when there is not equal representation that represents the rest of America, 85 to 90% of CNN are basically Anderson Poopers and Don Grab Your Lemons. Okay? So the news is filtered through a very selective point of view, and that's what you're getting. Now, why do we keep losing to China? We lose Afghanistan to China. We lose trade deals to China. Our kids are losing school days to China. Our kids are locked down. Their kids are going to school. This is all part of a plan. And we keep losing to China because of Hunter Beijing. Not Hunter Biden, but Hunter Beijing. He is owned by China. Who covers for all of this? Because the bumbling old man isn't doing a good job of keeping his cards close to his chest. A woman by the name of Jen Nutsacki. And finally, we don't have to call him Joe Biden. You can call him Joe Fallen. Joe, oops, I've fallen and I can't get up. And instead of the LGBT movement, I like to think of positive things. I think of the BLT movement, where I could use a nice club sandwich after a full day of dealing with radical, hateful leftists. And if you too want to support the true BLT movement, there's only one way to do it. You go on my website, you get one of these colorful mugs, and you say, I too am pro-LGBTQ. Let's get Biden to quit. Water tastes so much better when it comes out of this mug. <sighs> when we return, we're gonna talk about the difference between leftist and conservative. Stick around. Alrighty then, so I'm going through the comments to see if you guys have put anything. Now, some people want to change my terms and definitions. I'm totally open to that. We have Carol Pitt saying we should change it to Jen Firecrotch Pisaki. We have somebody saying, let's call it the Taliban instead of the Taliban. One Nation Under God writes in, please make me a BLT woman and Circle Crack Saki and Jojen Horse. These are all great names. We can use all of them. And before we get any further, we need to do a little shout out because we have K.E. Wolf coming to us with $20. Super chat. K.E. Wolf says I'm the best, but I disagree. You're the best. And together, all right, we're going to avoid any more negativity and let's keep it fun and positive. Let's talk about the difference between conservatives and leftists. Now, when you look closely at leftists, you realize they already have a lot of issues going on. A lot of issues. And they want you to commiserate with them. They talk an awful lot about empathy. Feel bad with me. Try to hear where I'm coming from. Are you understanding my point of view? They want you to listen to poems. And snap your fingers if you like what they say. Because no one would ever clap for such horrible rhetoric. And they need you to tell them everything is going to be okay. And everything they do is okay. Meaning, if they get hooked on drugs after you just did an anti-drug campaign, you need to accept me for who I am. It's my body, my choice. You have to be like, all right, you can do drugs. It's going to be okay. Then they get pregnant in high school, and there's no guy to speak of, and you have to tell them that's okay. And then they have uh, no job to speak of. You have to tell them that's okay. Then they end up on welfare. That's okay. And more drugs, it's okay. Drinking problem, that's okay. They need you to accept them as they make hundreds of wrong decisions. Tattoo their face, put a piercing from their nose, daisy chains to the nipple and around to the butt. It's okay. 
Then they go to Bank of America, apply for a job. You can't work at B of A with face tattoos, a lizard swallowing a dragon, and a nipple ring to the nose ring to the butt. And they go, why is someone telling me this is not okay? Everyone who's loved me up until now said this is okay. Bank of America is a hateful Nazi fascist company. That's your leftist. Conservatives are more centered. They're more at peace with themselves. I don't know. Maybe they just accepted that they're going to be a Target dad with a polo shirt wearing chinos. But they're still going to work at B of A. They're not going to be hooked on the drugs. They're not going to have multiple problems, bankruptcies, and cigarette and alcohol abuses. And then they don't need anyone else to tell them it's okay. They feel okay with themselves. They don't need your acceptance. Did I get that right? Let's see. Nose ring to the butt. That seemed to make an impact. Conservatives steal tomatoes off their neighbor's tomato plant. That sounds like a very personal problem. I have not experienced that myself in my apartment. It would take a lot of effort for someone to get to my tomato plant, seeing I don't have one. But I will honor that this is a problem you're facing. And maybe that is one of the big problems with conservatives, stealing those tomatoes off that plant. Avos asks, how is clapping offensive against very nice comment. Jennifer Stevens offers, if COVID-19 were as fatal as the mainstream media would have you think, people would be dropping like flies like they did during the Black Death or the Spanish flu pandemic. I totally agree. The growing homeless encampments without social distancing and no mask wearing under every overpass in Los Angeles is proof that COVID can't be as bad as the media wants you to think. The thousands of people that poured into large aircraft from Afghanistan as they huddled together in an airplane now being distributed around America with no mask, no test, no vaccine proves that unless all those people died in the cargo bin on the way here, it can't be that bad. Obviously, living under the Taliban rule is much more dangerous than the pandemic we are all being told is the worst in the world. Thank you for that great comment. And now we move along. Larry Elder is the best choice for governor. We have to dig into this just a little bit because this is none other than the only recall you're going to have a chance to do, California. So remember, vote for the black guy. I don't think he's just a black guy. I think he is a South Central born college-educated law school grad who went on to work for a very successful firm and then segued out into radio, became a legendary radio host, knows his facts inside and out, has offered to debate Gavin Newsom a dozen times, but Gavin Newsom avoids Larry Elder the way the baloney avoids the grinder. We need to vote for that gentleman. But if you can't remember all those fun facts, then vote for the black guy. This one time, I will make it easy. Vote. You go to the casino, you bet on black. Californians, bet on black. It will save your state. And if you don't believe that California is right there on the cusp of getting overthrown by radical leftists, the way Portland is and parts of Seattle, then look no further than the radical teachers who have infiltrated the school system. They're working in coordinated effort while the average conservative is just happily working and making money and sending their kid to school and putting on a little button-down shirt and taking photos and bye Billy 
Well, the radical left has an even darker, dastardly plan. They have some in the kindergarten, infiltrating the kindergartners to kind of get them going, teaching them about radical ideas and gender and sex. Then they get to elementary school. Then there's the teachers. And by the time the kid's gone to college, it is nothing but leftist central. So good luck no matter what values you gave your children. It's going to be undone after 14 years of indoctrination. Protect your kids and watch out for teachers like this guy. I have 180 days to turn them into revolutionaries. How do you do that? How do you scare the fuck out of them? Meet Gabriel Geip. He's a public school teacher paid for by taxpayer dollars at Intercom High School in Sacramento, California. Geip, who teaches advanced placement government classes, is not shy about his involvement in Antifa's local chapter. He even has an Antifa flag and a poster of Mao Zedong in his classroom. What he likes to do is take students who are very impressionable during their junior and senior year and then eventually unleash them on the world, you and the university system. Yeah, because a, a lot of senior parents at this point have backed off, yeah, right? Yeah. So they're just kind of like, well, you can fend for yourself. There is a reason why Generation Z, these kids, are, are becoming further and further left. So he was caught on hidden camera thanks to Project Veritas. He admits to being a member of Antifa, and he admits his goal is to turn your children into radicals. No, I, I post a calendar every okay, week. Awesome. And then so, so like, they, it's, and I do it for extra credit. So they get points for doing it. Like, and so that encourages them to do it. <laughs> and I've, I've had like students show for like protests, community events, you know, tabling, food distribution, all sorts of, sorts of things. They, when they go, they take pictures, they write up a reflection, that's their extra credit. Now, up until recently, anyone who warns you of this deep, dark, dastardly plan was probably laughed at. You probably thought of him as your crazy uncle and said, avoid him during Thanksgiving. He's out there. Uh, I, I probably, uh, as, as far left as you can go. <laughs> so, like. The trusted weirdo with the same haircut as me, Rachel Maddow, told you that that's not a thing. And mainstream media told you, eh, shut up. But now you have to face reality because the teacher admitted he is not alone in his efforts. I know um, other people in my department who teach like 10th graders who've, who've had like parent meetings, like some, you know, a student who complained about like a pride flag and said that they felt uncomfortable. I've had students, you know, during anonymous surveys at the end of the year, comment about the things that I have in my classroom. Like I, I have an Antifa flag on my, on my wall. Um, and a student complained about that. Give you, Are there a lot you, of teachers like you? <laughs> I think there are more than there used to be, um, and I, I think that uh, like there's three other teachers in my department that I did my credential program with, and they're rad. They're great people, um, and they're definitely like on the same page. He offers students who really want to work hard and succeed extra credit for attending rallies that go against American values. He then has them bring back what they did, how they got involved, and have them write essays about their experience in order to receive better grades. And these are the formidable years for students, which is when the radical BLT movement, BLM movement, Antifa movement, and otherwise uncomfortable characters try to take your kids and program them in their own likeness. And if you think this is the only guy doing it or that it gets better once your kid gets to college, you are an idiot. America is plagued by the specter of fascist violence and in an ironic twist, these fascists call themselves anti-fascist Antifa. Whenever conservatives want to speak on campus or hold a rally, Antifa groups are a reliable presence and they routinely try to stamp out speech using vigilante violence, which they perversely justify as a form of self-defense. 
Mike Isaacson is a professor at John Jay College of Criminal Justice. He founded the Antifa group Smash Racism DC, and he joins us tonight. Professor, thanks for coming on. Hi, how are you doing? Thank you for having me. You shut people down, you prevent them from speaking, and you commit violence against it's them. I know a number of people, well, don't tell me it's untrue, I know people who have been knocked down and beaten by people from Antifa. So that is true, it does happen, we have it on tape, we just roll the tape. Right. So you're saying, is that justified? Yes. I believe that communities have the right to defend themselves against threats to them, to their community. Against ideas they don't like. Now, this type of Antifa activist is the exact same group that Joe Biden pretends doesn't exist. White supremacist. Antifa is an idea, not an organization. Oh, you got it. Not malicious. The reality is Antifa almost always does their thuggery in favor of the Democratic Party. This is because, well, Antifa doesn't really like the Democrats either. They know the fact. And the fact is that the right will put their boot in their ass. But the Democrats are more like a really stupid substitute teacher with the big thick glasses that doesn't know you're not supposed to shoot spitballs and throw things at each other. They have no control of their class. So Antifa prefers the Democrats and the Democrats gladly look the other way when Antifa does their misdeeds. Like I, I have an Antifa flag on my on my wall um, and a student complained about that and he said it made him feel uncomfortable. Well, this is meant to make fascists feel uncomfortable so if you feel uncomfortable, I, I don't really know what to tell you. <laughs> like, maybe you shouldn't be aligning with the, the values that it, this is antithetical to. Basically, with the Democrats at the wheel, Antifa can get away with murder. And they have. So these horrible, hateful leftists kind of cobble together a little union. Now, good people, fellow citizens, boots on the ground started noticing what Antifa was doing, harassing people, walking to a Trump rally, poking an old granny with a stick, throwing eggs at women. And these people became a reactionary force against Antifa. Can you name the group that will gladly fight Antifa? Go. If you named the Proud Boys, you got it right. The Proud Boys are merely a group that formed as a reaction to Antifa's fascist terrorism. These are athletic guys, these are Latino and black and Asian and some white guys who don't mind getting into a fight. And they usually beat the crap out of Antifa. Like when a little 140 pound guy with like a nose ring that daisy chains to his nipple comes out of the bushes to poke a lady with a stick. <laughs> Proud Boys say, here we go and put that kid in the hospital where he belongs. Sacramento organization that is under the banner of Antifa is, is very loosely organized, right? Um, so that, yeah, when when there is like right-wing rallies and stuff, then we like, we'll create an opposition to that, yeah. Wow, so I thought they didn't exist. They don't exist, uh, they're just an idea. My FBI told me that. Joe Biden is so out of touch, he keeps saying Antifa doesn't exist. And it took James O'Keefe of Project Veritas to get a hidden camera and get in there and have them vocally explaining how the whole system works, a loose organization that will show up to rallies and harm, hurt, or create a basic protest against anything considered right-wing to them. Now, the radical left is so far over here that right-wing is now a black libertarian who is not a Republican radio host raised in South Central running for governor, the highest office in California. The radical left says we need more black and people of color in highest offices in the land. But when Larry Elder does not fit their political mold, then they have to attack him. He is a fascist.
Today, Antifa and other trash losers showed up wearing masks. One girl wore a gorilla mask and rode a bicycle behind Larry Elder to scream expletives at him and then threw an egg. Now, because she's a leftist woman, the egg missed him. But then an, another gentleman who was looking like a tank top, kind of a skinhead white guy, got in the face of Larry Elder's candidate team and basically threw a punch. That video will probably be available for you next week. I wanna make sure I do everything I can to get you all to see the severity of Antifa, leftists, radical people trying to take over your children, and a stupid man at the wheel, Joe Biden, who's not punishing anyone in the back of the van while they're punching, killing, and stabbing each other. He is a babysitter that is out to lunch. We have a whole lot more when we come back. Do not leave. Now, Joe Biden is very stupid, and someone told him it's politically correct to call it the Taliban. Now, if an Indian guy is like, look, in Pakistan, we have a problem with the Taliban. They are very bad. Then it sounds okay, because that's how that guy talks. But for Joe Biden to pluck Taliban out of his stupid Scranton voice, you know, we, we need to worry about the Taliban. Because, you know, I was having a chocolate chip double chocolate chip ice cream, and the Taliban made me think, you know, it's just like, bro, it'd be like if, if he went to Taco Bell and was like, can I have one of those tostados del nachos, por favor? Thank you. Like, just stop, bro, please. So now you're gonna hear Dummy talk about the Taliban for a little musical relief. For the Taliban. The Taliban, who can take all our missiles and all our tanks? The Taliban, Taliban. who can take our uniforms and kill our allies? The Taliban. Taliban, hey, the Taliban con. Taliban, it's time you wake up and realize that the terrorists are not just around the world; they're inside our country. Taliban, the Taliban con. So that's a song that you know we could write more verses to, and we can we can definitely sing more if you like the Taliban con. It's kind of like the Candyman can. So we're gonna do uh, more with that, but that is the beginnings of a hit song, The Taliban Con. All right, so did you enjoy the right show so far? We have so much to get to, but first of all, we have some people who've thrown some money in the super chat. Leadhead, thank you. Leadhead says, I can't figure out how to subscribe on Locals, but I wanna show you some love, thank you. Well, you go to caveoncomedy.locals.com, you should find a way to do it. We also have K.E. Wolf, who we already said thank you, Anthony De La Garza, 73. And Jane Smith, thanks to your love, we can keep this show going. And I just got a message that a $100 bill came in from Ralphie Weber saying, Kayvon, thank you for all you do. You're the man. Keep up the fantastic work. The Taliban con. All righty then. Going to go to the comments and see what you've been saying about me behind my back. Brooke Louis says, the American flag does make fascists feel very uncomfortable. Why do you think they all protest it? in socialist and communist countries. And in socialist and communist countries, why do the protesters always use our flag to protest their government? God bless the USA. And you're absolutely right. The fleeing is only going one direction. So for the radical left to keep telling us how horrible we are as a country is very rich because when you compare it to anywhere else in the world, the proof is in the pudding. The proof is in the vehicles and cargo planes all coming our direction. The people love America. Ileaf says, I am 12 years old. I can even watch this show. 
Yes, you can. Eileaf, you are 12 and you are our youngest member watching today. We have someone that wants to add a lyric to the song. Holly Parent says, Kayvon, for your Taliban song, say, airports close and me wanna go home. Ayo, Joe Biden made it so horrible. Airplanes and airports closed, me want to go home. All right, let's check in with Bumbling Biden and see what he's eating for breakfast today at 5 p.m. cereal. What was that? Why is he telling a little child that she's good looking? President Joe Biden in 2015. And Joe, who knows her, leaned forward and whispered some encouragement, telling her that she was doing great, that she looked wonderful. Biden's intimate style is now taking a toll. There's a cereal for that. Forget honey smacks. How about unwelcome smacks? I'll tell you what, when you act like that, it's no doubt your favorite cereal is Sniffin's. <laughs> it's time for some Sleepy Joes. Good night, everybody. Got hairy legs that turn that 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 turn blonde in the sun. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down so it was straight and then watch the hair. Uh, I don't want it to be my resident. That, 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 that girl. Na, 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 don't funk with my election. All right, we've made it to the end of the right show. Can you believe how much fun we had? We didn't pull any punches. Every single thing I say can get me banned from mainstream Miss Lydia, which is why all your super chats helped your Venmos, your GoFundMes, all your things, but we're not done yet. We're here trying to tell truth through the art of comedy. We are waking America up with laughter, and not just America, look in the comments. People are coming in from all around the world, because if all they see is the mainstream media, they're like, oh, America's crazy, everyone hates Donald Trump, and Joe Biden won the most votes of all time. Then they see me, they see you, they see us interacting, and they go, oh. I've just stumbled upon a support group for normal people. And they realize that they've been lied to also. So my Australians, my New Zealanders, my French, UK, Germany, Iranians, all of you from around the world, even Hawaiians, you're kind of out of touch too. You found this place, you come hang with us every week, we're gonna give you a point of view. They will not let you hear on the regular news. Freedom of speech is under attack. Biden, big tech, they're throttling me down, so no matter how many subscribers I get, I can't crack 20, 30,000 views because my voice is too powerful, too interesting. So here's what I want you to do. Go on Rumble, go on Rockfin, go on Locals.com, and I want you to subscribe there because if I lose you, that's a wrap for me, and that's what they're counting on. But if you really want me to have a direct line with you, you go to kvoncomedy.com slash contact, okay? k-voncomedy.com slash contact. It takes you right to my subscription page. Subscribe to my newsletter. Once a month, you're gonna get two comedy videos and some free tickets offered for various cities as a thank you because I, they cannot take my email away from me. I will always have your email and I send one per month. I'm not one of those people that keeps harassing you. All right, it's time to end this thing with a laugh. We went too serious for too long. And part of truth through comedy is you got to add the comedy part. You have to be funny. Otherwise, what are we here for? So I want to, and as you see those names going by, big time supporters of the show, thank you, thank you. 
I want to share with you a comedy clip from a TV show I was on. It was on Fox, not Fox News, Fox TV. I'll explain that more, but this TV show wanted to do a showcase for stand-up comedians. I was not really political eight, nine years ago. There was no reason to be. I could just do my comedy and get laughs. But right around 2013, 14, things really shifted where college kids would heckle the comedian and force their political view on the comedian. I'm going, why are college kids this into politics? When I was in college, my friends were into beer, bongs, babes, and biology. Like they were still good students, but beers, bongs, babes, biology. There wasn't anyone going, I wanna talk to you about the genders and the difference of all the minorities and the marginalized people. We were all minorities. We had a Mexican kid in the frat house. We had a gay guy in the fraternity. We had a black guy and we would all go out looking for, what was your favorite? Beer, bongs, babes, or biology and we would get it all done. And we would laugh at each other. Hey, he's Mexican, we'd have a joke. Oh, you're half Persian, ha ha. And we would just have a great time. College is no longer a place for a great time. It's a place to spend all your money, go into debt, come out with no job opportunity, and be really angry at your dad, and your mom, and your boss, and your bank. It's not fair. College is now a breeding ground, a farm for losers. It's really sad. Unless you're in the STEM fields, which for now are okay. Not forever, but for now. Science, technology, engineering, mathematics, because you can't funk with that for now. And trust me, they are trying. So I turned a little more political in the last few years because politics kept messing with me and I was sick of taking those punches. But this is the old lighthearted Kayvon that didn't have to deal with such things when people were more normal. I'm here with a comedy rewind. You don't know what a comedy rewind is? Where you been? It's where I take an old bit that was either on TV or something in the archives and I drag it out of the vault and share with you a little inside backstory so you know how these jokes came to be. Now, Fox TV station, not Fox News, there's a difference. Home of the Simpsons, yeah. Fox wanted to do a comedy special with some of the best up-and-coming comedians. To my surprise, I was selected, and to my even bigger surprise, they kicked off the new season with one of my jokes. So I thought I would share with you that quick little portion that they kicked off the season with. I think you'll laugh, and I was like watching at home like, no way, I was selected. Now this is a dating joke, and it came from a point in time in my life where I was confused about women. That hasn't changed, but I don't care as much anymore. Point being, I actually Googled, what do women like? Then an interesting article came up, which was bragging about how women can decide if they're into somebody and if they want to be physical with a man in one minute. And I started laughing out loud because, well, <laughs> this joke will explain why to me that was funny. Enjoy. This is amazing. This is very interesting. They say women know in one minute if they're willing to sleep with a guy. Wow, it's shocking how slow women are <laughs> at making that decision. So you thought that's fast. No, every guy here got you beat, ladies, by 59 and a half seconds. You understand? We do not need a minute. We'd be like, yes, 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 yes. There's a no, take a shot, now it's yes. Here we come. Tonight on Laughs, we are giving you a Stop what you're doing. It's time to hang out with the best comics in America. You deserve some laughs. All right, so there you have it. And thank you, Beth Coddington. $20 super chat in the bucket. 
that's how you make people laugh. I can do that very easily. I just found out that it's a little more important right now to address the radical left. Otherwise, I would never be able to make people laugh with jokes ever again. Even doing that joke that men and women are not that different. That's what people say. We're not that different. Yeah, we are. Women take a minute to decide if they're into a guy. Men can do it in a half second. We can do the whole room in under a minute. There's two girls I want over there, one in the corner, that one on the pole. That one over there is a no, but I will drink my way to yes and make that one happen too. These are the kind of jokes that are very funny and you get told by the kids on campus and those kids graduate and go to the comedy club and go, that was inappropriate and you should have done more gay jokes. Very weird. So that is what I'm facing out there in the streets and that's why I brought my voice to the war and I said, hey, anybody need me? So far, the results have been amazing. These videos I've showed you are all on my YouTube and you gotta share them on Twitter and Instagram and with your emails to your friends because we watch them here together on The Right Show and then that gives you a chance to go look for them and share the ones that hit you the hardest, you love the best. Thank you, G.W. Hampton for the super chat. And all of you, Carol Pitt writes in, in college, all we cared about was beer, boys, music, and sleep. And of course, studying. That is what college is supposed to be for. And they've just shifted it to be such a pity party at all times. And everyone is like competing for the victim Olympics in college. Who's the bigger victim? Was your dad Mexican? And was your mom Native American? And they want to line you up in reverse order and applaud for you backwards. It is a very interesting thing. Did you enjoy the right show? Did you have fun? We've had several thousand people watching. And if you share this when you're done, more people will see it as well. I also have a new team member who takes some of the best of moments, cuts them into little beef jerky slices, and we throw that out on YouTube after today. So you might see those reoccurring. It's because some people see a one hour video and go, not me, dude but they catch a little two minute thing and go, oh, that's what they do on that show. All right, I'm gonna tune in. So I hope you don't mind if we take a little snippet and share the greatest hits, and then more people around the world will stumble upon the right show and our numbers keep growing. If you want to support the show, then here's all you need to do. Go on paypal.me slash tanksgod, go on Cash App, Venmo, or of course you can do the one-time donation on GoFundMe. We will see you all next time with even more hard hitting right show material. <laughs>